Willkommen, bienvenue to another edition of How to Be 60, a look at life beyond the big 6-0 with me, Kay Adams, and her, Karen McKenzie. It's just us this week and your wonderful emails because we never really get a chance to go through enough of them. So we thought we would bin the big names uh, for a week. Having said that, we've just had a fascinating chat with Craig Revel Horwood. Uh, so we're going to put that one out next week. Karen is, Karen is sitting next. Well, there will be no problem for most people to get their head around that. If you want me to repeat, no, it. no, 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 no. Actually, stop it. I'm going to be nice to you this week. I, I, I've just, I've just remembered. Uh huh. That I've decided to be nice to you this week. Just remembered. <laughs> Nothing's natural, is it? I've just remembered. <laughs> well, I, I'm allowing you to wear my coat. That's because it's bloody freezing in here. And if you hear this funny noise, it's me rubbing my feet together because I forgot my slippers. I forgot my hot water bottle. In my greenhouse, when I, before I left, it was 40 degrees, 40 degrees centigrade, and it's freezing in this house. Okay, right. I'm really tempted to, to sort of bitch back at you there, but I'm going <laughs> to swallow oh that. License to just say what I want. Ah, right. Do you like the new surroundings? Do you know what? I love this. I love this, this purple wall that we've got behind us. Yes, it's damson. That is the, the shade. It's gorgeous, Kate. I really like that. Thank you. And look, I've done all the painting. You should have been doing this because you, of course, now as a member of the Gifnick Theatre Players, you should know all about <laughs> But then I'd have to come back and do it again. <laughs> painting sets and things like that. Do you not finished it, but it's lovely. Well, but I've just done enough so that behind us, it looks really smart. But if I was to pan the camera over, then, of course, people would see that I, I just kind of stopped. I bet you paint around wardrobes. Don't bother moving them. <laughs> you, you're just painting set. Not, not that there's anything wrong. It's just painting sets at the Giffnet Theatre Players. I think that's a wonderful and fulfilling <laughs> task, an important part of the company. Any chance of you like getting like a part? Well, I went to a read through of The Great Gatsby on Thursday. Well, that's not going to work, though, is it? And we all had to do our little bits in an American twang. But they're all young and glamorous in The Great Gatsby. This is what I came <laughs> to realise. I might be invited to one of their parties in the background but anyway I was quite glad when they said so um, rehearsal start Thursday and the good thing is that I'm going away on holiday tomorrow for a week back for a few days then away for another week so I had to say and it was quite good listen I'm not around for any rehearsal so will I just back out now and they said no 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 no, no. come along on Tuesday for the auditions and uh, you know no, we'd like to get you on stage to do something so it's probably the Sweep it or something at the back. I don't, I don't know what you're going to do in the Great Gatsby. I don't know. I mean, we, could they not do whatever happened to Baby Jane or something, and then you could get a part in that? That was that old granny's. <laughs> You've just been a witch again. Still have long. No, 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 no. Sorry, I am you going. Can't help yourself. You just <laughs> cannot help yourself. But it's all in jest. And I'm really sorry. I, I, no, genuinely, this is a moment now. Just mm. take it seriously. I do feel that I've been very grumpy of late, and well, I do. I do I do want to make it up to you. I did get a text from you the last yeah. after our last recording, did. and it was an apology. It for was. Grumpy. It was an apology. Do you know the thing is, I didn't even know she'd been grumpy. Now I don't know what that says, Key. Either <laughs> means you're grumpy all the time, and I don't know is or I know. I, I genuinely felt I'd been really grumpy, and I did text you to apologise. And I've gone one step further this week. I've even got you a present. A 
present. A present because I feel so guilty. I'm and looking around. I don't see anything. Uh, I just want that book back because I've got a copy. And we're going to we're going to listen, lady. We are going to talk about that book. <laughs> we are going to talk. This about is your birthday present. That book. Yeah. Um. I even got a reprimand from one of our listeners. I did. Emma. Emma emailed Emma Wilkinson. Oh, Emma. Hi, Emma. I've listened to the show since day one and I still love it, but Kay needs to stop telling Karen to shut up (laughs) and let her read out some of the emails at the beginning of each show as she is taking over again. Reset to my tears. I mean, okay, in my defence, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, We all have our roles in life, don't we? We do. There's yeah. all, you've got friends who are the organisers. You've got friends who, um, you know, have it at their house. You have friends who just sort get of, the point. You know. Well, the thing is, I do the work and you turn up, and that's kind of the way it works. Would you rather I didn't turn up? No, no. I'm what are you trying to say then? To do the work, but that's why Hang I on. take on reading out of the. Well, I asked you before we spoke to Craig. Mm-hmm. You know, we've just spoken to Craig Riverholewood. Mm-hmm. Um. Is there anything you'd like to ask, Craig? I messaged you because I thought, right, I'm being nice to her. I must include her. Yeah, you normally you. only ask me something like that if there's something uncomfortable you do, no. what you don't want to ask no. the case, and I would palm it off It was me. an open question. I said, is there anything that you would like to uh, ask, Craig? Uh-huh. And you replied, nope. And then two seconds later, I thought, mm, well, I would, like to, I would like to ask him about his titanium hips, darling. Yeah, but that was just because your sister's getting a hip operation and you wanted to, you know, just went to some first-hand experience. So that's not exactly right. an interview. You know, that, that's you just... You wouldn't know that. Anyway, I really want to be nice to you. So you're struggling. <laughs> and I'm struggling as well. <laughs> We've got to talk about the book. Now, here... What to talk about, Kevin. This is the book that you gave me for my sixth <laughs> well, I see year. it's got a couple of markers in it. <laughs> and you said the last time we spoke, mm-hmm. I think it was on Dave's... Was it Dave's oh. podcast? Yeah. You said that there was a bit in this book Aye. That had enlivened your intimacy. That's right. Steven. That's right. Right? You found it. Now, just in case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, <laughs> this book is called Don't Hold My Head Down. And uh-huh. Karen gave me it for my 60th birthday. Uh-huh. I thought, right, how do I describe to everyone what this book is? So this is my description. So you see if you agree with me. Uh-huh. I would say it is a journey uh-huh. of female sexual empowerment uh-huh. that involves a lot of masturbation. Uh, a lot of going to sex festivals and orgies. Yeah, didn't all, yeah. And a, and a lot of experimental sex. Yeah, I scanned through those bits. Well, that, that was the book. How do you scan through those I bits? Didn't, yeah, I mean, yeah. You didn't? Yeah. No, what I'm saying is I've never been to any sex festivals. Right, but this is the book that you yeah, took yeah, yeah, no, to that's... give me for my 60th. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And you, you also... don't have to have take every line from it. It's just, I thought it would... Sorry, I'll let you finish. <laughs> you said there was one tip in there... That you'd picked up that Stephen had rather enjoy. I also said to you, don't come back here having having I think a. I found it. I'm saying, but I have found it. Right, can you show it to me without reading out? Yeah, but before I do, I was reading this book. As I say, there's lots of masturbation, oh. orgies, set, experimental sex. It's really interesting. I mean, it's not just. You know, it's not just titillation. There's a real point behind it. You know, it's all about women taking responsibility for their own pleasure, blah, 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 blah. But all I'm thinking is my Auntie Margie in Canada has listened to this. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but I thought, who is Karen McKenzie? <laughs> I mean, you know, 62, grey-haired, loves jigsaws, going away in a camper van, dresses like a mountain warehouse catalogue model. A Nordic walking. Nordic walking. And, but, privately in that oh, camper van. Wow. 
You're reading about tantric sex and hand jobs. Yeah, tantric sex. Didn't know anything about that before that. Were you always like this, or are you like losing your inhibitions as you get older? I wonder if you do lose your inhibitions when you go older. What you think? What drew you to this book? What made you? Oh, I saw it on my sister's um, a bedside cabinet and picked it up because it runs in the family. I don't know who pointed it out to her, and I think I maybe said to her, "God, I what's this book?" She said, "Oh, every woman should read it." And I thought I took it at her word, and I thought I'll buy it, right. and I did, and I found it very interesting. See, it does, you're the only woman I've given it. I give it to anyone else. I just don't think it matches up with your your sort of general persona. Um, or maybe we've all got a private life, have we not? Have you not? Mind you, yeah. Hmm. It is interesting, isn't it? Because as you get older, I don't think people do have you think you have a private life, or certainly not a sexual private life in that way. Because I'm, like I say, I was reading this book and I was reading it, and all the time I'm thinking, Karen McKenzie, woof, <laughs> Karen McKenzie. <laughs> I mean, what would your mother say? Do you know what? I am actually, you're taking me right back to 30 years ago when my mum and dad came down from the weekend and my dad picked up a book, Complicity, I think it was called, by a Scottish author, can't remember his name at the moment, and uh, somebody had given it to me and I hadn't read it. And he said, is this your book? And I said, yeah, yeah, if you want to read it. Anyway, oh my God almighty. I read it after he'd gone home thinking, oh, my dad thinks this is what kind of book I enjoy. Oh, I was just mortified. But actually, no. <laughs> and answer your question, my God, if my mother had oh my God, no. That's the kind of thing you hide from your mother, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, just remembering I gave it to Alex. I gave it to my daughter as well. You gave it to your daughter? Yeah, she loved it. But, yeah. but are you on a mission or something to well, empower women? Yeah. Maybe. It's not a bad thing, is it? I mean, it is interesting because reading this book, I think, well, would I have wanted that? Because I think really what it is is about sex almost as an activity and as a self-pleasure rather than sex as we usually sort of know it within a relationship. I wouldn't agree with you there. No? No, it wasn't just a self-pleasure. No, it was was certainly took in that. But also, absolutely not. There was a lot of involvement with other... Not going to do threesomes, but other men as well. There were, of course, there was involvement. I mean, it wasn't all masturbation, but I'm saying it was more about seeing that the woman. Well, there's, there's a lot of wanking in it. I mean, there really is. So it's more about taking control of your own sexuality and your own pleasure, rather than what a lot of women do is that sex is about pleasing their partner. And I suppose mm-hmm. that was the whole yeah. point of the book, wasn't yes. it? And yeah. yeah, did you learn anything from it? Uh, well, I've got that little tip that I'm pretty sure is the one that you, that you <laughs> said, and you're clearly still looking to improve your technique. Has Ian read it? And I, oh, oh my God. Shall we do some more emails before we reveal to people <laughs> what the tip is? God. I think I don't know whether I'm nervous or not. I think I'll read this one if you don't mind. <laughs> you do. It's from Bridget. She says, I recently wanted to hear from women getting older in similar situations as myself. This is probably not the conversation that Bridget was expecting. God. <laughs> I went searching for podcasts, which I love to listen to on my walks. In this past year, my only child left home for college. My work came to a close and my 60th is on the horizon. Been living in the States for 35 years. I'm married to a wonderful man, but we've got no siblings or relations here. And I'm finding it difficult to get into a rhythm. Uh, I've begun clearing out our home of the past. Uh, Began listening to your show and I would like to hear more options. Maybe ladies with similar experiences. Love the show, laugh out loud, how straight up you guys are together. Reminds me of a relationship I had with a great friend at home in Ireland. Rock on ladies, 
love the podcast. Brida, maybe are you going to recommend that Brida go starts going to sex festivals? Is that filling filling the camps? So, is it Australia? No, where is Brida? No, no, she's in America. America. We sort of done and dusted the book last. Oh week no, no, no! We're, we're coming back to the book. I'm, I'm just going in and out, in and out, in and out. You know what it's like. But I'm just thinking about Breda's situation. I mean, to certain extent, I'm nearly in Breda's situation because, like, Bonnie is 16. Yeah, I know I'm a geriatric mother, but she's going to be moving out in the next two or three years. Um, I do want to downsize to clear out the house. It will just be me and Ian. Mm-hmm. So I have thought about that a lot. Mm-hmm. You've been. Hang on, no, no, carry on t- talking about yourself. No. No, 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 hold on. So, downside saying you and Ian, does that, does that, where does, where do you see that then going? Well, I, you know what, I, d- I don't know. I think I'm really going to have to think about it because he, he has very much got a life because I've always been really busy with uh-huh. the park and doing other things. I've got a lot of friends in London, probably more than in, as much in Glasgow. Right. Um, and so he's built a life for himself, which yes. is lovely. Independent of you. But when I decide that I'm not going to work so much or I don't get to work so much and, you know, life changes, I'm going to have to create a little life for myself, mm-hmm. which is outside work. And so I get where Breda's coming from. It does feel like a bit of a crossroads. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, I, I was wandering along with a dog the other day and I walked past the Glasgow Petonk Club. And I actually almost went in. Did you? Yeah. Have you ever played petonk? No, but I, I, I quite like the idea of it. It just sounds a bit cooler than bowls, doesn't it? They talk. <laughs> yes. You know, I have this idea of being in France yes, with the goloas and some yes. pasties. <laughs> they stunk. <laughs> and I thought maybe I'll go in and try and make some new friends at the Glasgow Petonk Club. I can't see you doing that. Petonk? Eh, no, but let's, let's just go back. Let's go back. Are you even thinking of winding down work at all? Because um, this was one of the things that you talked about. When you turn 60, you're going to be cutting back. You were going to be reducing your hours in the evening. No, it's two or three nights a week. So that's not changed. It's not changed. It's really not changed. Um, so we're into March. I know. But, I, but I'm but i becoming more frustrated with it, which I don't suppose is... is frustrated with that, what? The fact that you're not doing anything about it? I'm not doing anything about it. You're in control? Well, I don't know. I think something's going to have to be forced on me. It's like Brida says, you know... Her only child is off to college. Bonnie's still here. Her work's come to a close. Mine hasn't yet. So it's whether you're going to be reactive to life or like you are, to be fair, proactive. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the thing. What about clearing out your parents' house and having more? How's that been? Yeah, it was over a while, but actually that was okay. It always takes longer than you think because you always pour over photographs. There's always a lot of stuff there that maybe my mother said, when she was alive, um, these horrible German figures, figurine things. God, you know, and they probably cost a flaming fortune. And we would say, no, none of us want them. So um, it was very easy to clear that lot. But I suppose we've done a lot of clearing. Most of it's done. And I think the final thing is just the house going, being sold. How do you think you'll feel about that? I have no idea. I go, I, I spend a lot of time in Aviemore. Yeah, why? Because the house is there. For for years, since my mum and dad died, we rented out to long-term tenants and now um, it's time to sell it because it's not, I mean, it's just not viable to keep it. So um, I've made the most of the last year, I think, because it's been empty um, and going up there. So, I mean, it's a beautiful area. 
it's absolutely gorgeous. And I'm seeing more of it now than I did when I was growing up. I didn't do any. You don't think you would ever go and live there? Full stop. Yeah. I, I, I toyed with the idea. And then I thought, they know you've got a cold before you have. It's a small place. Yeah. And I quite like the anonymity or whatever, that, whatever the word that is. Uh, yeah. And anyway, you'll be joining the Glasgow Petalk Club with me. <laughs> that wouldn't be very convenient in having more. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and we're going to go Nordic walking together because you're my entree to a whole new social life, you know. Well, I'm going to be now dog walking with you. Players as oh, well. I'd be good in the Gifnick players. <laughs> you would actually. You've got an American twang. I have. I surely have. I could do that. No problem. Well, if you're at a fork in the road, uh, Brida is looking, I'm, I'm being very familiar, Brita, Bridget, is looking for suggestions from other people. So podcast at htb60.com. Have you found yourself um, thinking we are at a fork in the road? That's a difficult one, isn't it? Mm. It is. Yeah. I've got a great, po- uh, a great email from Pam. She says, hello, lovely ladies. Quick email to say how much I love all your podcasts. They keep me sane in the north of England traffic jams, which are many and often. <laughs> Uh, I turned 60 in June of this year, and whilst I was dreading it, as a wise old neighbour used to say, it went dark at night, same <laughs> as any other day. She lives in the north of England. There probably will be many people who speak like that, but <laughs> I just thought it gave it a bit of, you know, something. <laughs> uh, and laugh trots on with its joys and challenges. Right, okay, okay. Okay, that was Dolly Parton there. It's quite good. Anyway, so this is it. She says, however, when listening to this week's episode, I whooped with excitement when you shared that you've got a pair of hearing aids. Oh, Oh, I love my hearing aids so much. As someone who's been just too bloody vain to accept my quite marked hearing loss over time and have just accepted that I would struggle in meetings, conferences, watching television, etc. at a million decibels, the shift came when I found myself sitting next to a senior audiologist from my local branch of a well-known pharmacy. Boots. Funny. Uh, On a flight from Budapest. He tried to engage me in conversation and I just couldn't hear him. Which, of course, he picked up straight away. He had a three-hour captive audience, talked me through all my fears about wearing AIDS, finally shared with me the research that suggests, and this is really interesting research, Mm -hmm. that people with hearing loss can develop dementia much sooner than those with no hearing loss because of the shutdown of isolation. I totally relate to that. Did you, I don't know if your mum and dad wore hearing aids. It, my mum did. She took it off a lot of the time. So did mine. It. So did mine. Get off to answer the phone. There was like a real resentment about wearing them. Was just like, an, yeah, not an acceptance at all. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and yeah. so they would just, you know, not want to go out to a cafe, not really want family gatherings, just sort of withdraw uh-huh. a bit. And so what this research now says, it kind of shuts down a bit of the brain because it's just not having to God, you can see respond that. to audio signals. Yeah, yeah. You withdraw, don't you? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Pam's audiologist persuaded uh, her to make an appointment to try the AIDS for three months. If I hated them, he'd give me my money back. An hour within wearing them, they have literally changed oh, my life. That is wonderful. I hear birdsong, the clock ticking, adjust the settings to hear the television. Even though I've got short hair, people really notice I wear them. And actually, says Pam, I couldn't give a flying fuck anymore. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> I have become a militant hearing aid person. It's not Me brilliant. too, Pam. No, that's great. It? But what a change of life completely changed her life. Yeah, and yours. I am evangelical about them. I really am. I'm actually getting my eyes lasered next week. I'm going full torso. Yeah, yeah. I might also get my vagina perked up. Um, (laughs) 
back to the book. <laughs> well, we are going back to the book. In fact, um, Pam's last line is, turning 60 has been a watershed for my ears and also brought a bit of common sense into my life, along with a bit of buggerum. That's what buggerum. Pam said. That's buggerum. Funny, isn't it? Which does take us right back to the book, funnily enough, because I forgot to mention it. God, <laughs> people will be going off me. I'll be doing this just when they're getting to like me. I, for- book I forgot to mention there's a bit of pegging in this book, isn't there? What page is that? Oh, don't start being coy. <laughs> is it? That's not the tip. No, stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it. I was tied between two things. <clears throat> Whether it was the pegging. It, let me just think for new. Or this other thing. This other thing. Shall I tell you what, what I think it is? We may as well. Now, why don't we have another email? Oh, God, you read it. You read it. Go right, on. This is from Linda. This there you go. She's sweating like a pig here, folks. <laughs> and it's not the jacket anymore. I've been listening to your podcasts since the very beginning and look forward to them dropping in every Friday. I laugh out loud as I'm walking and listening and get strange looks from passersby. I'm sympathising big time with you, Kay. Oh, nice. Nothing to do with being 60. Hang on, what's this? Where's this going? I've passed that milestone a few years ago and confirm it's pain-free. So she confirms it's pain-free. Unlike Karen, I thoroughly enjoy my job working with a Loving charity, Linda. Uh, supporting people living with dementia. But like Karen, oh, I know where this is going. But like Karen, I also have to deal with the ravages that moths have left with my woolens and cashmere attack. Oh, do you see the photograph? I've, I do. My God, that's not moths. What, what's happening in Linda's house? in my drawers. Yeah, and wardrobe with every... Same here, Linda, with all these blinking products and from cedar thingy, everything. And I've even taken the jumpers and cardigans to... Yeah, to put them in the freezer. Did you? Yeah. Did you put them in the freezer? Have done. Have you? Yeah, yeah. They say that if you get chewing gum and something as well, you put it in the freezer and it comes off easier. It doesn't work. doesn't work. Uh, Linda says, I discovered they'd had a feast on my favourite cardigan last week. And was absolutely incensed. Lovely red car. It went straight in the bin. It turned out like you'd had sort of... Um, Lice? No, it was the white. It was like you'd left your sleeves down when you were painting or something. And did you not notice the little white bits? Be past remarkable. No, I'm just saying. Just saying. Did anyway, need to have that pointed out to everybody. Okay. Well, here we are. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Karen manages to darn the blue jump. Yeah, the blue jumper, Kate. It's funny how the little blighters manage to nibble away in inappropriate places. Like your nipples. Oh. And the darn marks draw attention to that area. I've never had that problem, Linda. Moss on your nipples? No. Have you ever had that? No. I don't think I've ever had that. I think I might quite like it, though. Little blighters nibbling away on my nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't have that in the book, did it? (laughs) It certainly did not. I think she should write another chapter. (laughs) No, exactly. Um, if any listeners have any alternative remedies, please pass them on to me. Do you know, I think nothing works. Keep up the good work, ladies. Loving the chat, the fun and the insults. That's Linda from Newmarket, age 63 and 51 weeks. I love it when people do that. They give specific ages. Actually, yeah. She also says she's tried conkers in her drawers. I don't know if that's back in the book as well. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of Nepalese temple balls? No. Oh, that's maybe for another day. Maybe that's just going to... Yeah, yeah. Do you remember clackers? You know, the the things that you used to... You had at school, so it was two wee balls on two wee strings, and you said... God, would you hit your hands? And you'd hit your hands. Yes, yes. Well, if you imagine sticking them up your hoo-ha, that would be necklace temple balls. Have you done that? No. Have you done that? No. Anyway. Third time. Shall we just get back to the darning? 
Right. Show me your darning. I finally got my darning. Have you had a... Have you had a wee... No, I haven't. Do I show you the nice one first? The good... Because we've got two jumpers here, Kate. I'm going to get a shit sandwich here. Well, I did explain to you that I'm not that great. I'm not that great. Listen, I pressed it. You pressed it. That's such an old-fashioned... Well, you washed it. Well, that's good. Thank you. I'm not very good at washing woolens. Now, can you see anything there? Oh, no, that is a good job. Well, where is it? Where was the hole? There's one there. Oh, that is a very good job. Very good job. Well, done. Uh, there were several. Look, there's one there. Ooh. There were several. That's not such a good job. Actually, that's very good. Do you think it is? Oh, what's that? Have you been cheating? I did. No, that's just a thread. I just didn't cut it off. All oh, right, okay. Just to prove that I'd actually... So, um, I, ha- I feel that I have done a good job. Well done. Thank jumping. you very much. That is excellent. Yeah, yeah. That is excellent. That's Thank you. No. Very nice. Now, let's see the other one. Now, favourite one. What? Favourite cashmere jumper that I love. <laughs> what I've come to be aligned with that. that the contrasting colour doesn't work. Now, I could actually show it to you on my toes, first of all. Oops. You see? Yeah. Red beer. But it doesn't really work. You darned those socks. I tell you, they're blinking them. Jesus what Christ. How bored do you do get you at night? Actually, they're darn and soaked. But they're bloody expensive. Now, right, so we here we are. About we could get help. This is my favourite blue cashmere jumper, which I entrusted. Oh my god! Oh my god! What have you done? I know. I think it's better on the inside. What's, what's that green stuff around it? Do you know? I don't know about that. I'm literally like shagging on the grass. That's what that looks like. I, I wondered if you shagged it on the ground. No. At one of those sex festivals that you keep going to. <laughs> you see, it, it, it looks like something you would see on a... The thing is, I know. On, on like a, a scientist slide. You know, it's like, oh, let's have a look at that under the microscope. Yes, it's definitely colloridium. Yeah. A spectalorium. Yeah, spectalorium. Is it only one elbow? Yeah, it is only one elbow. Oh, my God, I can't even wear that. You, I've well, got I've got a reputation to protect. I kind of go out in that. Do you not think so? It's not a bit shabby chic. Well, maybe. If you know, the funny thing is, if I was really posh, I could probably wear this because yeah. posh people do that, don't they? Oh, they have hang their clothes hanging off them and yeah, and, and holes in them. So they don't even bother darning them. But if that was Boris Johnson, he would. Well, there would definitely be shagging shagging marks yeah, on the elbows I there. I think sure that's maybe the iron iron shagging Boris Johnson. <laughs> Lordy, lordy, lordy. Uh, right, I'm going to give you my present now. Maybe a little um, maybe a little elbow patch. Yeah, I, I just don't understand the grass streams. That's what's confusing. I don't, I don't. Right, before I give you my present, yeah. is it page, is it page 151? I need to have a look. Is it, is it that one? What is, it? <laughs> is it? Is that it? Is that it? Is it? No. It is. So it's not. You're kidding. No, I'm not kidding. It's not that. It's not that. Well, I don't think I reached that stage, but give me a look. No, give me a look. No, I'm not having it yet. I'm going to give you my present first. Oh, I thought that opened right, right, right. I was sure that was it. No. Actually, 151. Oh. Have a look at that one. Right, here's your present. There you go. I'm handing Karen a present that I got for her now because God. I wanted to make up two hands on being it. horrible. Oh, is it elbow patches? No, oh, no, actually, you could use it for that, but not you. Your probably. friend that says on the on Yeah, the I know. I've gone... The whole hog. Your order made our day. Right, hold on. Oh, that's yeah, that's just... What the fuck? 
Hang on. Small, medium, and large. <laughs> Ever since I went on to my HRT with my estrogen, I tell you, they've got a lot bigger. Have they? Oh, I. Yeah. That's why you're a 42 double D as well. I don't think I'm a 42. 32. No, what? No, can't remember. All right. Oh, but, my God. So what I've got here are, are they peel on, peel off? Well, what it is, what it is, is they look like rabbit's ears, don't they? They do, actually. They do look. So if we imagine bunny's ears, so what they are, they stick they on. Like nipple protectors. Whoa, oh, so, stop it. I don't. No, they're for ladies whose nipples are going south or whose breasts are going south, you know, pendulous that are just sagging a bit. They're not. They are. They are not the okay. Come on, and we're friends. You know what, we, okay? You're in denial. has absolutely Honestly, changed the shape of them. Yeah, they're going down. They are not. They are. I can see them. So what the, <laughs> <laughs> So what these... Oh, look, we're actually, we're on camera. So what these do <laughs> is, so you put those around your breast, and it doesn't cover the whole breast, and then this bit here is sticky. The ear bit. So you put that up. Oh, my God. So that it holds them up. Oh, right. It lifts them up. So you could have the whole thing, you know, out there like the bloody Hubble telescope. Well, looking for a... There you go. It's a gift. Okay. I really appreciate this. Well, you try them. You don't need them. You, you honestly... What do you want me to say? I'm going to act politely. I say this as a thing. Oh, my... Oh, bit of a red racy bra. Yeah, can I just say? <laughs> Listen, I want you to take them away and try them. Okay. And then come back and tell me whether you need them or not. Okay, I will. But first of all, what I did ask you about that book was don't come back to me before you've tried something out with Ian. Okay, we are going to go back to that. But I'm, I'm on the present that okay. I've given you. I, uh, I'm linking. Thanks very much. Next week we'll... Get these Soho. <laughs> no. Next week we'll be putting out Craig Rebel Horwood's podcast. The week after that, uh-huh. we're doing our live Jesus. Uh, oh, yes. podcast at Oran Moore with Elaine C. Smith. Yeah. Can you be wearing them that night? <laughs> I will. Yeah, will you wear them that <laughs> night? Absolutely. And let's just see if we can see the difference. <laughs> That'll give us... It? No, but I can quickly get us it. See that she... Do you think so? We should both wear them. Right, okay. No All point right. in us just wearing one in each one side. You, no, that, that would look a little stupid. Shall we finish off with another email? Um, and then we need the big reveal. What's the big reveal? For fuck's sake, we've been talking about it for the last 40 minutes. The book, the tip, the sexual... Oh, right. You know. Right. Right. Cario. Coup de gras. Right. Are you concentrating? <laughs> I'm still a bit thrown. Yeah. We love these emails. Keep them coming. I'm reading this off a script, you can tell. Podcast at htb hcb <laughs> com. Keep them coming. You know how Karen likes to keep them coming. <laughs> right, boom, 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 boom. Right, okay. Um, this is from Fiona. Fiona's sister introduced her to our podcast. She says, I've binge listened ever since and now caught up and impatient for more. There's such a tonic. Your banter is wonderful. The range of topics you cover with your guests is inspiring. I sit listening while working in my little Arctic ga- garden office. And they make me laugh so much. She's like, you, she feels the cold. Yes. And actually, after this, I'm not sure if Fiona will be laughing or reporting us to Ofcom. I think she might be doing that. <laughs> and this is just a nice wee one to finish us off here, as Karen likes to do. Uh, the thoughts on how many reinventions we have in our lives had me thinking. I joined the uh, WRNS, the 17, the Wrens. Left when I got married, had my two girls, divorced, trained and worked as a professional actress for many years. 
remarried and had our son, who's now 18, off to uni. Oh, no, she went off to uni. Yeah. Got my degree, That's master's and PhD in archaeology. Now works as a professional archaeologist with acting as a very occasional sideline. So been in the Wrens, been an actress and now an archaeologist with a wee bit acting on the side. She says, I'm now 62, looking for the next adventure. Like you, Kate, I don't want to give up, at least not entirely. Like you, Karen, I aim to have a better life balance and your podcasts have really galvanised me into thinking how to achieve this and gain back more control of my time and the things I want to be doing now. I don't feel 62. I have, in all honesty, been in denial a bit, but now I feel I can take it on. Thanks, ladies. Whatever the next adventure brings, your podcast have inspired me to embrace it. Um, Love it. We all now want to continue the journey with you. Don't stop the podcast as we all move forward bravely into the third age. Isn't that good? That is amazing. We are all moving bravely into the third age. Thanks, Fiona. That's good. She's done so much. Hasn't she? She's done so much. Oh my God, it highlights how little I've done. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm still doing. I'm doing even less now than I ever did. <laughs> Well, to take us bravely into the third age, what is the tip that you took from that book that enlivened your sex life with Stephen? No, I'm looking at the tip from you. What, what are you talking about? No, no, hold on a minute. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was never going to reveal to you what I'd done with Stephen. Why? That time and Stephen said, go over this. <laughs> you spent two hours in this room with me. Now you tell me Stephen's got COVID. He's past two days. No, joking. <laughs> joking and joking. It's eight days, nine days. You are as <laughs> red as a beetroot. And you actually got. You're having an asthmatic attack or an organ. I have I don't know what's going on. on. You might have nepotism. You tell the nipples. And... <laughs> no, come on. Wait a minute. You gave me this book. Hi. For my sixth. You said, read it. It's going to be really interesting. It's going to perk up your sex life. You said that you had read it. Aye. And there was something in this book that yeah. you had found very yeah. useful yeah. with your sex life. That's right. What, do you not going to tell me what it is? No. No, no, no. You said you were going to hope to find it. Listen, Kay, when you come back and tell me I what you've done with it, Ian, I can't believe I'll meet this. you halfway. I designed this entire podcast around the big <laughs> reveal at the end. There's going to be people... We've only sat and listened to our drivel, and drill is they can get the big reveal at the end. And now you're going to tell me you're not going to reveal it. You're absolutely right. I'm not revealing anything. You're you're a tease. That's what you are. Maybe that's all part of it. Well, okay. Uh, I oh have decided God. that it is this. Oh, hey. So it doesn't matter what you now say. Everyone is going to think that this is, oh my God, I haven't got as far as anal sex in me, thank God. Um, t- tender touch on the anus. It wasn't that, was it? Oh, well, actually. What? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I think it is. It's a quick blowjob tip. I certainly know that. And it says, one thing I did learn at the How to Give a Great Blowjob workshop at the mega lovely female sex shop shh, in London is a great blowjob tip. Now, if you're offended by this, everyone, I'll give you two minutes just to switch off. All right. Will it take two minutes for the tip? No, no, no. Well, it depends what size the tip is. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be it. It says, when you bear down on the cock slash pecker slash willy. God, think it was just losing all their listeners. Inhale. And when you draw your head up again, exhale. 
Seriously, try it. Revolutionary. Oh my God. If anyone wants to do that, that's get it, back isn't in it? touch with us. That is the tip. What's the email address? No, no, come on. That is, it's it's absolutely not the it tip. It is. It is. If you'd like to think that's the tip, then you can believe that. What else is it? What else is it? Hey, in all the pages of this book, what else is it? Reset, read that on your own. If you read extracts out to Ian, but, but don't stop. Just stop. I gave it to you as a present. Just stop. You gave it to me as a present. You said this is a really good book, and something that I read in this book was really good for my relationship with Stephen. And now you are floundering <laughs> like a dead duck in a swamp. Oh, I am so going to stop being nice to you. That is it. It was nice while it lasted. It is over between us. I'm a bitch again next week. Bye. Bye. Don't worry, we'll kiss and make up by next week when we'll be joined by Craig Revel Horwood. Fabulous. Fabulous.